Welcome to Memoir Moments, the podcast where you learn all about the different genres of books and their analyses from Gustavo, Jorge, and myself, Ari. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing memoirs, more specifically Lolita and Tehran and Persepolis too. Now, you may be asking yourself, what's a memoir? Well, a memoir is a non-fiction narrative that is based on the author's personal memories. There are many ways to write them. Some examples are a narrative form and graphic novels. Nowadays, one of the most popular memoirs is Becoming by Michelle Obama, which is also a narrative memoir. Leading Tehran and Persepolis 2 are great, great examples of different types of memoirs. Leading Tehran, a certain of masterpiece, gives us a very glimpse from the inside of women's lives in revolutionary Iran. And, and Persepolis 2 on the revolutionary ideas on which the government assassinated many high school and college students. The, the aspects of, of each book that we are going to compare and contrast today are the author's purpose, their message and the use of language. Let's get into it. So to start off, we're going to talk through the different purposes that each author had when writing their pieces. Both memoirs have quite similar purposes, since they're both based on the Iranian Revolution, which happened in the late 1970s. A theocracy, which is a religious government, was established based on Islam. Laws were created to se segregate men and women, forcing women to dress code, covering most of their body. There was a morality policy in order for people to comply with the laws. People who didn't were taken to the police headquarters to be questioned, beaten, or incarcerated. Yet the author's purpose in Lolita and Tehran is to show the lack of freedom and rights that women had back then and the oppression and social obligations that they were put through, as well as the segregation of both men and women in, in the new government. The following quote shows how women were regularly controlled. They patrolled the streets to make sure that women like Sanas were their goods properly. Do not wear makeup, do not walk in public with men, or not their fathers, brothers, or husbands. In Persepolis 2, the author follows the same purpose and portraits how women had to adapt in an opposite region. She shows how they constantly had to be on the lookout because of what they were wearing or doing. They had no freedom or rights outside. So to show this, in the last panel, the woman states her opinion about this situation. When we're afraid, we lose all sense of analysis and reflection. Fear has always been the driving force behind all big serious repression. Now we're going to be moving on to the author's message. In Lolita, Nafisi tries to get the message across that even in an oppressive society, her students found a way to create their own world where none of the laws applied to them and they could be their true selves. In that room, they didn't have to hide their identities and they could express themselves fully. They did everything that they couldn't do in the real world. It was a safe haven for them. The author shows how even though the regime tried to make their identities irrelevant, they kept their spirits alive within them and shared it with other women who felt the same way. In order to preserve their personality, they had to create a made-up version of themselves on the outside. In the last paragraph of the excerpts that we read this, it's clearly stated, These girls, my girls, had both a real history and a fabricated one. 
the regime that ruled them had tried to make their personal identities and histories irrelevant. On the other hand, in Persepolis II, Satrapi transmits how women worried daily about the way that they presented, presented themselves, not only with the text, but with illustrations as well. She uses drawings to show the fear in their faces and the disappointment that they felt because they couldn't beat the regime. She presents how women no longer thought about their rights and freedom since they were too busy worrying about what would happen to them when they went out. How they had to walk in order to not be noticed. Now, everything that they did was a viable reason to arrest them in the government's eyes. Something as insignificant as a pair of socks. For instance, in one of the panels, the trappy post, I even remember spending an entire day at the committee because of a pair of red socks. Finally, onto the use of language. In Lolita, the author uses rhetorical questions to create a more dramatic effect, to engage the readers and make them reflect on the background information. By using vocabulary such as segregate and allocate, she also makes an emphasis on the fact that they were forced by the government and had no liberties at all. Some examples of rhetorical questions that she puts in play is, what is Tanas thinking as she walks the streets of Tehran? How much does this experience affect her? Contrarily, Satrapi uses the characteristics of a graphic novel to deliver the information in various ways. She uses thought bubbles to show what the characters think and how they truly feel, speech bubbles to speak up about the oppression, and captions to provide background information about the story and as a method of narration. This way, we can imagine each type of text in a different tone or mood. So wrapping everything up, we think that the form of a narrative memoir is more effective in, in transmitting emotions than a graphic novel. The narration was more impactful, and we, we got more hooked into the story. We think that a graphic novel doesn't go indeed fully with the descriptions. But Persepolis is still, still delivering its purpose and message, but not as strongly as in narrative memoir did. We liked Lolita in Tehran more because it was richer in descriptions and it flowed more. The graphic novel felt less profound and didn't really hook us into the story. Maybe if the illustrations had been livelier or done in a different manner, we would be more interested. But we felt like it was lacking, an element for us to want to keep reading more. As to the memoir, where we were intrigued and wanted to keep on reading, since it didn't have any illustrations either. Everything was left up to the imagination and we pictured the story in our heads, which is more fun. Overall, since both memoirs were based on the same time period and social issues, they were quite similar. Their purpose and message were the most alike, but the use of language was very different. The mental and physical abuse and inequality that people experience in the Iranian theocracy was outrageous, and these pieces both brought the topic to light very well. Well, that's it for today. We hope that you enjoyed our podcast. If you did, make sure that you don't miss out on the next episode. Next week, we're going to be discussing The Glass Castle by Jeanette Wall, a memoir on the author's unconventional upbringing being raised by neglectful parents and comparing it to the movie adaptation. We drop an episode every Tuesday and sometimes bonus episodes on Friday. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram as well at Memoir Moments to watch the behind the scenes and subscribe to our YouTube and Spotify channels in order to get exclusive content.
See you next time.